Hey, welcome to Grubcast. Uh, today we're going to talk about a place uh, we went to recently in Culver City, actually this last weekend. Uh, we stopped, oh, we were hungry, as usual. We were, we were grub enthusiasts, so we're, you know, hungry. As usual. And uh, we went to, uh, we were just buzzing around, needed some place to go. This is after the uh, FJ40 rally that we went, I went to on Saturday. The family went and uh, we set up the tent, our new grub enthusiast tent that you, you'll be seeing around at as many events as we can get to. Uh, it's, it's bold and beautiful. And we set up down at the FJ uh, rally in Bakersfield up at a place called Chewy's off of Rosedale. And uh, I don't know, probably a hundred or so FJs came to the show. Uh, yeah, a bunch of people buying and selling uh, uh, parts for their old 70s FJ40 uh, Land Cruisers. And uh, it was a good time. You know, a little weird, uh, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I was expecting a little bit bigger turnout. And I was also expecting a little more... Um, I, I, you know, I wanted to go to this place because uh, Chewy's is a, they have a chain of places like a smokehouse. And uh, I went in the morning because we got the first thing in the morning about seven o'clock and I walked into the place because the doors open. They were cleaning up, getting ready for the day. And I looked around big bar, you know, like uh, TVs and whatever. And I was saying to myself the whole time, I was like, you know, why don't you have like a little taco cart out there amidst all these people? Mm-hmm. You know, um, why don't you have like, you know, something? Why don't you have a, a kid? Get a kid, $12 an hour. Have a, a set up a taco cart, little little tent selling burritos and tacos and whatever else other wares you have. I'm going. Why didn't you? Why why wouldn't you do that? I mean, how much could it cost? Let's just figure it this way. You have the kids there for five or six hours, right? Five or six hours, twelve bucks an hour. You probably have uh, five hundred dollars in ingredients. A cart. You probably have a cart somewhere. How much could it cost you? How much? I mean, you could probably make several thousand dollars. I think it was a missed opportunity. Yeah, uh, and then on top of that, I, I uh, reason why we went to this place uh, to this uh, food hall in Culver City. What's it called? Oh, it's called Citizen Public Market. And by the way, this it wasn't the coolest building. Because this building, old. It's this building is like uh, something that was original. granite, original Culver City. Yeah, and it looked like an old train station or something from a long time. A bank. I think it might have been a bank. Who knows? But yeah, at least I'm so happy to say, you know, there's a couple things in Culver City that they have not destroyed, torn down, like the Culver City Hotel. And this building on the corner is, well, I don't, was it on the corner? Yeah. No, uh, it was was in the, it was next to an alley. Yeah. Yeah. But it's an original building. So the architecture is beautiful. It's like the 1920s. It looks just like Um, something that you would think of in Citizen Kane. Yeah, you know what I, I mean with the know that, but you know like, Citizen King. I like, know the movie. I just don't remember. But. Or you know, just back in the time when the old age the of 1920s, Hollywood. You know yeah. the MGM days. You know the uh, old Hollywood. You know that's what the, this this building looks like. Yeah. Oh, it's a publishing. Okay, I was, I just looked it up. The former publishing building, which opened in 1929, now yeah. boasts a half a dozen vendor areas, uh, an upstairs bar, and more. It's it's got it's eight thousand square feet. Can so. you speak directly in the mic? Sorry, I was reading. Well, just so, put it down. Yeah, put it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful um, building, you know. So we're excited to to go in. I had no idea that this had opened. No, um, cause no, we hadn't been out th- that area walking down the street for a little while. Well, there's a there's a hub of activity right there right there now. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's what I wanted to take. I'm like, let's just go see what we see because yeah. we always go to to Kezo down the street. Yeah. But there's all sorts of new little restaurants that have opened. Even with the pandemic, what they did in Culver City was kind of closed off. I mean, you can't even drive in a certain direction. I guess it's west. You can't drive west on Washington or is it Culver, whatever that street is. Which is always um, a bummer anyway. Yeah, you, but you it. can't drive west anymore from a certain point because they, op- they put um, outdoor dining, you know, um, 
all the tables and all that stuff out there. So only a bus is allowed to, to, to drive through in that direction. So we walked through there and we found this wonderful really, little Really place. just happened upon it. And this is a mm-hmm. building that I've been, I mean, of course, it's been around since 25 or 29. Nine, yeah. I've been walking past this building my whole life. Right. And I'm, my, mom, my mom used to take me to this place called La Bayona uh, over there on uh, Maine. Maine. And I'd been going there since I was a kid. And I remember walking past this building. It was very memorable. Yeah, because it, it's beautiful. It has this, uh, you know, the, the, the very, arch. The, it has an archway with the beautiful windows and the metal frame windows, all that jazz. And it looks like, um, I don't know, looks like something that I want to live there. Yeah. Industrial, you know, like a bank from old it's school. Beautiful. Yeah. And so I, I, I and there was never anything in it. It was always empty. And I thought it was like a historical landmark. I and, think it is. That's why they, they, they didn't allow them to tear this down. Yeah. And and now they've done something with it, which is great. And and I think, um, I mean, I, I do you like these halls? I'm not always a fan. Okay. So, yeah. So this, it's called Citizen Public Market. It is like um, a food hall, like picture Central Market downtown, although tiny, tiny oh, com- in comparison. Yeah. Um, we have one in, in San Diego and Carlsbad now. Yeah. They have that food mill. Was it, was it called? Windmill Food Hall. Hall. Okay. Yeah. So, so places are opening these up. I, I think it's, I actually do enjoy them. Um, the, they have another one down in San Diego near um, Liberty Station. Liberty Station. That's it. And and I enjoy them. Um, however, they're usually super packed and it's kind of uncomfortable. And with the pandemic, I was thinking this is going to be weird, but they have places to eat outside um, and it wasn't bad. It was, it was not a bad situation. This is still new. They haven't opened up all of the um, the the little restaurants or, or whoever's going to be serving food there. I think there's a couple open spots that well, they're still the, trying to to get a couple down. empties. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I was let's say this way: after being uh, toting my FJ all the way to Bakersfield, then back to LA, yeah, and then because I was so busy, I didn't. I realized I hadn't drunken any water. You hadn't had anything to drink. I didn't have any water. I didn't have any food all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually in, in a bad way when we went. Because I, I needed to do something. So yeah. uh, we, we walk into this building. Uh, we just happened upon it. And uh, I think if we went to the first place on the right there, that was a uh, oyster spot. Okay. So when you walk in, it's a coffee. It's coffee and okay. pastries on, yeah. on when you walk in yeah. on the left. And then as you go up the stairs, well, not up the stairs because there's a second level, which we didn't go up to. I guess that's going to be a bar okay. or something. But as you keep walking further, then yes, the, the next spot is in an oyster bar, bar called Jolly Oyster? Your guess is as good as mine. Um, Let me look. The Jolly Oyster. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Okay. I remember being jolly. If, well, you know. Uh, <laughs> After well, having a, well, a bottle of champagne well, you, and some We were oysters. jolly because you ordered some, uh, what are they called? Kumara? No, Kumamoto. Kumamoto. Yeah. Uh, oysters for me. Yeah. Okay, eat, it is. Jolly Oyster. You'd, you'd, uh, you'd actually uh, eaten before. Where'd you eat? Uh, Where did I eat? Oh, I was in Bakersfield and I went to Moo Creamery. Okay, speaking of which, that was one of our favorites. And you said it wasn't the same. Yeah, you know what? It it was a little... I don't know. Maybe it was my mood. Maybe it was... I don't know. You know what? Because I wasn't there. Maybe. That's what it was. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Every every time I'm there, I'm like a ray of sunshine. You are. I am. Yeah. So it was a little sad. (laughs) (laughs) Wink, wink, right? The... Yeah, I mean, it was okay. It was good, but it, I mean, in there's an occasions one thing, past, there's we had a one great time. thing that happened last time, and it happened again this time, which was the whipped cream. So, yeah. strawberries are in season. Bakersfield, you know, they they have lots of strawberries. They are they local. now in season right yeah, now? Yeah. Okay. So, why don't you get some? 
I didn't see any oh, when, as I'm driving man. around. But I know April so starts the strawberry season. So good. So anyway, we go in and we. I, I said we're going to have the strawberry milkshakes. Of course, we've got to have strawberry milkshake. Yeah. Well, the milkshake itself was great. But they put whipped cream on Always it. do this. Babe. And the whipped cream. Now, granted, I think I'm spoiled because I have mm. your fresh whipped cream. Yeah. And yours is, like I said, fresh, light, delicious. Mm. This whipped cream, it's on the verge. It's not butter. butter. It's not butter. Yeah, and it's not whipped cream. It's yeah. in between. So it's so a little creme too... Fresh? Yeah. Well, creme fresh is that's what, like when you overbeat whipped cream, it, it becomes creme fresh. Okay. Well. But it's even thicker than that. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, hmm. I'm not. Well, see, this happened last time. Yeah. The last time I was sitting there watching this guy, and he was a nice man, mm-hmm. but uh, he uh, pulls this container of whipped cream out of the out of the fridge, mm-hmm. which is like a reach in below. Yeah. And he pulls it out, and he he puts it in another bowl, and he starts whipping. And I'm like, Hey, ho, ho! Why are you doing? What are that? you doing? Yeah. It's already whipped cream. Yeah. And so when we got it, it was almost like um, buttercream. Y- yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like buttercream. Yeah. And uh, it had a weird kind of crystally. I'm not crystally, but not like a, crystal, but I it was don't almost know, like it was just a, thicker. It was just a weird, like very whipped consistency. Yeah. I don't like. Yeah, and I, I, I'm not a fan of it either. Like I said, I'm not used. I like fresh, light whipped cream. Light. So a little vanilla. When the boys were drinking yeah. it, they're like, "Yeah, we don't like this." So I'm Dang. like, "Just take it off." I so I, I scooped it off and yeah. threw it down, and they're still like, you know, ah. Yeah, then they're like, they don't want to see it. Uh, <laughs> um. So anyway, so that was a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, dang it. And then my salad, you know, it had the the prospect of being a really good salad. It was yeah. Arugula and manchego. Mm-hmm. And Always good. Yeah, right. You're gonna have some fruit. I think it was apples and some pecan or, or candy walnuts. Maybe I don't remember. Mm. It's one of them. But it was. God, it sounds and, good. And dates it had yeah. dates in it. It was just a little too sweet. Oh, bummer. And so the well, dates are so sweet. Anyways. I know, but. It's not that the date, it's that they had too many. It was so many. Every bite had something sweet in it. Oh, no. And not in, so the, the, the balance, balance was a little off. Yeah. And I ordered um, a piece of uh, salmon to go with it. So you can add, add salmon or chicken yeah. or something yeah. to the salad. I'm like, yeah, I'd like a piece of salmon. So I didn't realize how much more it was going to be for this piece of salmon. What do you mean? Cost? Cost wise. Oh, boy. How so much was it? So for a salad that was already $14, I uh-huh. think, and then you add another $7, I'm like, a $21. And it was small. Wow. It wasn't like it was this big, giant salad. I was like, hmm. I was a little well, look, you disappointed. Know what? Th- that's a bummer. That's yeah. a bummer because you know what? Moo, I've been there twice mm-hmm. and I liked it one and a half times. Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> so, the, the whipped cream yeah. bothered me. That throws me I off. I mean, I have to say, and then the burger, we had, the boys had burgers and the burgers, they were like, I said, well, how would you rate the burgers? And they're like, they're like an eight. And I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's pretty that's good. That's pretty good. But, but they're like, um, yeah, the, the beef itself was great. Like the meat. The flavor. It's a, it's, you can tell it's great. It's quality beef. So the beef was great, but they're like, eh, it's all right. Now. I don't know. Well, you know, look, uh, we we gave Moo enough time today. Let's yeah. let's get back to uh, to Just our food it. hall. So um, the food hall uh, was in a beautiful building. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oysters I had, the kumamotos. So yes, were you on went in salt, and delicious. You, yeah, but that's what I I really was impressed by the fact that I'm like, oh, how are you going to do all this? Because, you know, how are they going to serve it and take it out? Well, they have really nice, you know, plates that they give you that are all disposable. Everything looks like it's recycled. You know, you can toss it and re- recycle. It's like a cardboard, but it looked nice. Yeah. It looked really nice. They put it on a, on a bed of salt like you would if you were going to a nice restaurant yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And put, they gave you your beautiful oysters and they had 
um, great wines available. Oh yeah, wines and champagne. What, what was available. that champagne? It was you a took was a it a cava? It. Yeah, it's a cava. It, it was a cava. It's a cava, and, and uh, it was actually really tasty. It was very tasty. Yeah. You know. So I bought a bottle of that with with the oysters as our you know starter for this food hall, and you enjoyed it, right? You enjoyed both. I okay. So I, look. So let's say it this way. I was super dehydrated. I, I didn't realize this until later. I was super dehydrated uh, from not having anything all day long. And uh, don't ask me why. It just it just worked out that way. Uh, we got over to the spot, and uh, I you know you ordered the champagne, which was absolutely delicious. I'm trying to think of the name of the of the, the you, have a, you have a picture of it. I'm looking. Somewhere. I'm looking. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it was. Oh, here, here. It was called Anne Marie. Anne Marie. Yeah. Uh, Cava Anne Marie, organic, brute nature reserva, uh, Castel Dodge. Don't ask me. Uh, anyways, uh, it was delicious. It was chilled. It was nice. Uh, the open area. There wasn't very many people at this time of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was uh, the businesses were kind of getting their own little thing, and there was kind of an open space with tables. We found a space right in there. Um, yeah, nice big wooden yep. table with some iron. And you, you weren't eating, so it was good. I, I brought me the half a dozen of the oysters, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, I just love oysters. I can't get enough oysters. I know. I should have ordered a dozen. I could have eas- easily eaten, but you know, cost too. I spent well, all of our money. Just that. I wanted to t- try a couple things. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, they had a Mexican spot, which I don't yes, call the, the taco name. Spot. Taco spot. Um, we didn't we didn't go there because yeah, um, it's you know. not my thing. Uh, and they had a place called WeHo. They had a place called WeHo, and they had a, a place a pizza place that's supposed to be good. Yeah, um, and you know what's? But here's the thing about me and pizza. I a pizza Pizette. is Pizette is the name of the Pizette. And the, see, the problem with me is that um, I've become a real pizza snob. Really? Okay. Yeah. And uh, I can sit and I can eat pizza. I can eat pizza. But I'm I'm a fat guy, so I don't want to eat pizza just on the lark. It's a lot of carbs, cheese. There's no nutritional value very much. Oh, it's a lot of fat me. and salt and whatever. <laughs> no, it's delicious. But I but I'm very selective about it, mm-hmm. you know. And so when I went over to this place, I kind of chatted a little bit. Didn't get really a great vibe. I wasn't like, oh, I want to compelled to do this. I saw their nice pizza oven, like like a Napolitano style. A lot of little pies going in and out of there. Mm-hmm. Apparently look, they, they look, have a uh, they call it the pizza sandwich hybrid restaurant. And well, which kind of bothered me was is that I mean eleven bucks for a, a six inch pie. I see. I didn't think that was that bad to be honest with you. I, look, I, if I want to order, if I want to order, if I'm hungry, that's not. I mean, I'm it's it, that's finger food and eleven bucks a throw. It, you know, I don't know. So um, so I ended up going to WeHo, the WeHo mm-hmm. restaurant, yeah. which was very attractive. Okay. Yes, it the is. most attractive Leho backdrop. Sausage company. The most attractive backdrop to the whole place. It's got these uh, the black framed fridges. Uh, looked very uh, I don't know San Francisco, New York. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. I mean I like the look of it, and and I was actually surprised because you have this sausage company, and they do. When I saw on their menu, they had um, charcuterie boards yeah. that you could get mm-hmm. and alcohol, and so I was like, oh, this is nice, you know, for to come in and get that. So I had told you, oh, go over there. And check that out yeah. order something and then you i don't know i, I thought well, you weren't going to order anything well i ended up going over did. there well i saw the fries that's what did it. oh yeah you know those fries were good. they had they had these fries that came in these big white baskets of and like, they were well, generous with that they were generous mm-hmm. and uh they, they, the, the operation is very small though mm-hmm. okay and uh and here's my problem it uh it took a long time to get yeah. And at this point, part of the day, I was, were I was beyond myself, yeah, right? Yeah. And I was, and I wasn't expecting to just pop right out, you know, five minutes, but it took a long while. Yeah. 
And so what I did is I, I ordered, so I went over there, saw the fries, was checking out, they were just talking about the charcuterie platters, this and that, and I saw some sausage hanging in the, in the mm-hmm. fridge, and I was just giving, kind of giving it a look. And then I asked him, I said, so what do you recommend? He goes, well, the burgers are good. You know, we have this thing called uh, Midnight. It's a midnight sound, like a medianoche. And uh, and so when I, when I said medianoche, he was like, huh? I said, midnight. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, and I don't even know if he knew the origins of the sandwich, which kind Probably of bugged not, me too. Which is, but you yeah. Know. So uh, anyways, the place is beautiful. The, the They have wines there for sale. Uh, they have cheese boards and meat boards. Uh, looked all very, very sophisticated and nice. Um, when I, they, they did recommend the midnight sandwich, which is the medianoche. And the problem is that I'm very familiar with, we make them ourselves. You've made them. Mm-hmm. We make them in the, in the panini press. Mm-hmm. We, we are very, uh, you know, after watching that movie chef years ago that inspired us to start making them for the kids, the kids well, loved them. Yeah, whatever. We liked them anyway. Right. I mean, we used to get them at Portos. Well, of course, and, but I mean, I'm know. just saying like, as far as like, look, the thing is that, you know, you, in your mind, I don't think until chef, did I really say, Oh, we could do this at home. I, I, it wasn't something that I said, oh, well, yeah, I'm doing this all the time. It was uh-huh. like when I saw the movie Chef, I was like, oh, oh, we should be doing this. Yeah. And then I, we had a panini press and we started doing it and the kids loved them and we eat them all the time. Mm-hmm. So the problem for us is that when you watch, when you see I've, the, the medianoche I've had in the past, I know what it is. It, it's, you know, it's a, a pork. It's, a, it's sliced pork and it's typically ham. Uh, I don't even know honey ham or I don't know what kind of ham it is. And then they have a nice white cheese and then mustard, pickles, and then a That's Cuban it. roll. Yeah. Right. And then, of course, the butter, because it's a ton of butter, typically. Because you got to press it. So you well, you, and then you have to brown it. it and you have mm-hmm. to, you know, the little marks and everything. And you get, it's kind of, it's got to be, and the medium nuts has got to be oily. I'm sorry. Uh, you don't want to eat, you don't want to be fat. Don't eat these sandwiches. They're going to be <laughs> heavy butter, yeah. heavy cheese, heavy meat. It's it's not, I mean, health. It's ugh. not a healthy sandwich. This is not. This is for taste. This is not okay, the, you know, vegan grass fed, farm to table, organic, you know, gluten. This is like full gluten, full <laughs> fat. Okay. So. Um, and full delicious. Full delicious. Right. <laughs> so when I saw the fry, I was like, give me a basket of the fries. And I said, what else did you have? Because I was still hungry. Um, let me, because I only had six oysters. It wasn't going to be enough. I know. And um, so I, I said, they said medianoche or the midnight. I'll have one of those. And I didn't, I mean, I assumed that they, and I was thinking to myself, hmm. You're buying a Cubano, a sandwich, a, you in a, know, a Cuban in a, sandwich in a, in a, in a WeHo sausage company. Yeah. And so, I was thinking, hmm. Maybe not the best sure. item. And but. of course, I found out that was true. Uh, we got the sandwich and uh, though it was warm. It, it took a long time to get this food, by the way. And I, I was sitting, the reason why I know is because I was sitting there looking across going, wow, this process is really slow, mm-hmm. right? And I'm thinking, okay, I'm trying to give them the benefit. It's new. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to get their, their their stuff worked out. Okay. So I'm still waiting, but it started taking a little longer than I was getting a little frustrated and I was getting, oh, I want to cancel this food, you know? And, and then I said, okay, look, so it, the food finally came. The sandwich didn't have any butter. That's what well, struck me. It's like it. The bread was they, dry. They, if they had put butter, it completely wasn't enough when they pressed they it didn't because put it butter. was not enough. If you looked at the bread, it looked like it was a toasted roll. That's what it looked like. It didn't look. See, the, 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 for me, the purpose of that butter is to put fat and moisture into the bread. And that's what makes that not only brown in the panini press, but it also uh, gives it that lustrous, silky flavor. Mm-hmm. And, and texture in your mouth. If you don't have that, you don't get crisp. Oh, you do well, get crisp. You, you get, get crisp, crisp and dry. It's just crisp and dry. Exactly. And you don't get, but you don't get that lustrous, oily. You know, and, and um, that is. You need that. Like you go to Subway, right? What do they? What do they put on there? 
oil and vinegar, oil and vinegar. Yeah. to add moisture, yeah. to add, you know, to give you that lustrous that flavor. flavor and texture. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they needed here. Yeah. No butter on the bread, as far as I could tell. Right. It was very, very little. dry. And I mean, then, I only took a bite of it because, you know, I just wanted to taste it. But I was like, geez, this is... I'm not saying it was like biscotti, but it was like it was very close. dry. It was very dry. <laughs> okay. And then this is the other thing that really frustrated me. You take uh, the, you have the ham, you have the cheese, you have the pickles, you have the mustard. But then for whatever reason, like kind of like somebody's artistic flair, let's stuff it full of pulled pork. Pulled pork. Yeah. And they had ham. So you, wait, but you have to say they had ham. I said, I said that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ham, Spice cheese, ham and pickles. And then mustard, they put the dry bread dry bread and then um this voluminous amount of pulled pork flavorless pulled pork so frustrating it, it just didn't it was disappointing and i was thinking you know i i should be i should have been smarter because i ordered a cuban sandwich in a place that seemingly wouldn't be able to do it but i mean but the thing about it for me is that you really can't call it I mean, I know what you're calling it midnight if you're not going to make it like that. If you're going to put some other thing in there, put, I mean, why don't you put hamburger patties in there just to change it up, make it different for you? It didn't have any of that Cubano or that, that, uh, medianoche. Let's that, see, but they weren't touting. You're saying they're calling it midnight. They so. call, well, you are, but see, the problem is in reality, you're, it's a medianoche. You, right. you can it's bastardize it however you want, but the fact of the matter is that you put that stuff, look. I'm I'll, I'll I'll eat whatever as long as it's good. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're if you're gonna call it a midnight, you're basing it on a Cuban sandwich. You gotta stay very close. It isn't. Yeah, the the, the flavor it was too dry, and the like you said, the pulled pork. It's like when you know people make pulled pork. They they don't season. A lot of people don't season it. Enough. I don't get it. So it's just. You just taste pork, which is, you know, if you like that. It, well, no, if you are prepared for a pork sandwich, then you order a pork sandwich. Don't call it a, a midnight and then make it a pork sandwich. Well, the thing is, it like you said, we always come back to to um, proportion. And that's exactly what it was. Not, it was way too much of that and not enough. I mean, it maybe if you would have had a ton of the butter and other stuff to, to give it more flavor, it would have been better. But, but it didn't. Yeah. You know, the crazy part about what you just said, maybe. If you had a different sandwich, it'd be better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of a, a bummer. I, I, I want, and look, I like the place. I would go back. I would go I, back for other things. I would go back for what it looks like it's intended, which is yeah. those charcuterie boards. And the burgers. You know? I want to try the burgers. Okay. I like I would, the bottle of wine there in mm-hmm. that little location with the patio and all that yeah. just Great. Yeah. But I you mean, know it what? It is called WeHo Sausage Company. So I should go back and get... Get sausage. a sausage. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Hey, so, one sausage, sausage please. And, yeah. uh, you know, a, a charcuterie platter. A little wine. Yeah. Some but, wine. But here's the thing. Yeah. I, I, I always go into places. I ask them for their recommendation. What should I get? Mm-hmm. You tell me. I'll order what you say is your best offering. Right. And then you tell me and then I get it and that, well... Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I, I would w- like to go back. I would like to go back and have some of the pizza because I didn't. And the Pizzette, like, you mean? And huh? Pizzette. Yes, Pizzette. And then, um, like I said, they are supposed to have some sort of rooftop bar or something. So it looked gotta cool. Go, yeah, gotta go back and try yeah. some of these things, especially once all the rest of the things are open. Yeah. There. Oh, you know, I forgot to mention one more thing. Uh, on the way out, right uh-huh. after we had, we met a couple there that are a little younger than us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were having this rousing conversation yes, for about yes, ten minutes. Yes. And then uh, we decided, okay, let's just take a little stroll. Lots of little shops and new restaurants and eateries, ice cream shops and whatever right yeah. there. 
So we uh, we strolled across the street. Yeah, we and, saw and we went to what was it called? God, I can't salt something. I, uh, God, God, I can't I salt. Can't what is that called? Was that the name something. of it? I don't. What's it called? Salt and Fury. Oh, I don't know. Um. Yeah, you'd think I would have. Well, you recommended it. I just figured. Well, you know, you remember when that. I was in Kazo. Yeah. I. I believe Yuki. it was Yuki, Yuki that said, oh, they opened up a new ice cream shop down yeah. the street. Salt but I was already like, when we were there the last time, I'm like, okay, well, I really don't want to go get yeah. that. But so when we were walking across, I'm like, oh, that's the one that so-and-so, you know, yeah. Yuki recommended. Yeah. So let's try it out. And, and what was your take on Salt and Fury? Salt and Fury. <laughs> um, I loved it, actually. You loved it. I, I liked what I had. You yeah. did. Yeah, because it was um, cold brew coffee with pralines or something like that. It was really good to okay me. so at, initially you were eating it and i wasn't having any because i was kind of full from my meal and wasn't i was ready to go home mm-hmm, mm-hmm. salt so, and salt and straw that's what it's called salt and straw. salt and straw which is a, is a nice location nice nice nice, nice class a rent that's got to be but a the, billion dollars the, a month. the place itself was great beautiful building kinda, we were talking about it they they had so they had interesting um very interesting combos uh, combos right yeah. similar to when we yeah. went to holcomb and what is it? Humphrey and Slocum. Humphrey and, and don't Slocum. even utter those names together in the same sentence. Sorry. Humphrey um, and Slocum Humphrey and, and Slocum. Salt and Fury. No. Salt and Straw. That's what I said. Um, well, no. So they had something interesting, um, the seasonal, whatever they recommended. They gave us a little taste of it. It was good. But see, those to me, it wasn't what I was wanting. I wanted that coffee. Now, okay. So, so here's my problem with a lot of these uh, these operations that make ice cream nowadays. They don't make the flavors taste strong enough. Oh well, that's that's that ice cream that I had. It was the, both of them were strong. Okay, flavored. they were. Good. I tasted. I had, well, no, the one they gave us a sample. They yeah. gave us a sample. They put a little little knob of it on top of this other. Mm-hmm. I liked that. It was the yeah. uh, breakfast uh, ice cream. Yeah, it was some sort of. Which is what I loved so much at Humphrey and Slocum. Yeah. My favorite. Okay, this plate, and and again, this is my this is my take. I had some of the remaining uh, coffee ice cream that you had. Mm-hmm. I wasn't impressed. I'll see, I liked it. A see, lot. okay, and you you thought the flavors were right. Yeah, I did. I thought the actual the ice cream was a little bit icy, less icy, more icy than creamy. Mm. See, and I like see again, but I was spoiled as a child. Do you understand? I was spoiled. Hagen Dazs. <laughs> see, you can't beat Hagen Dazs. Yes, you can. You cannot beat Hagen Dazs on texture. It, oh, you on cannot. The creaminess you on the mean. creamy, lustry, luster, uh, dense flavor. Even the vanilla is decadent. You can't beat it. That's true. That, that is, they have their own flavor, their own level of creaminess. Creaminess yeah, and yeah. density and yeah. just but love. I, I mean, yeah. Whatever. So, so when that's I go. That's my, I liked the salt. You liked straw. it. I liked you it. You liked it. I liked it. their waffle cone. No, 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 no. I, you liked it. Yeah. Did you love it? Uh, I don't think no, you loved I didn't it. Lo- See, but I, I don't love ice cream like you do. I, I'm I not one I'm of those people that can go and just eat a giant cone. I, I don't. I usually have a few bites and I'm done. I'm okay, happy. so well, tell me. So let's forget the quantity. Mm-hmm. Let's go. You're you're talking about quantity. No, no, I'm no, not. No. You're saying I don't eat a whole cone. No, but what you don't I'm have to eat a whole cone to know what's good. I know that that was good, but. For me, it's too much, too rich. It was like too rich because you that got all ice cream the pralines was too rich? and yeah, it's, mm. it's it's rich. Okay, so let, so let's say we we established that Hagen Dazs is the benchmark, right? Well, I don't for ice cream. No, I'm not establishing that because no? I'm not I'm not enough of an ice cream connoisseur. I can tell you that Hagen Dazs, growing oh, up buddy. on Hagen Dazs, where you go, yes, it's super creamy. It's like the creamiest. I'll give you that. Okay. I'll give you the creamiest. Uh-huh. But as far as like intense flavors, yeah. no. 
No, no, no. I, Humphrey and Slocum to me was extremely intense. This okay. is intense. So, okay. Well, what so, was that so place now. in Santa Barbara that was super oh, intense? Oh, Mc, McConnell's. Mc, okay. Good. They Excellent. Had great, Wonderful. Great ones yeah. as well. Yeah. So Pricey it's, now, though. 11 bucks a little container. Really? Yeah. Where? I don't know. I've seen them in like, we're right. That's why I, don't, I just, when I see them, I go, I just walk right past. <laughs> I don't even look. I, I look and I go, oh. God. Okay. But so to me, like the Humphrey and Slocum, the McConnell's. Humphrey and Slocum and, was so unique because they had the, the hidden breakfast ice cream. Yeah. Well, you love that. And so this Sans Straw had and that was good. something their, similar their to bre- that. Their breakfast cereal ice cream was delicious. Yeah, so and when I tasted the coffee one, I was like, mm. Mm-hmm. They're different. I mean, there's just no, a no, different no. Thing. no, no, no. I'm not. No, see, but the thing, the, the thing that you have to understand about me is that I can appreciate things. Uh, I'm, I'm not appreciating uh, the flavor per se. I'm, I'm actually appreciating it as a whole. I'm, I'm, I'm grading it on its creaminess, on its, uh, on its, you know, the amount of density well, of the you flavor. Could think of this one as iced coffee, and then it would have been. <laughs> well, you know, and that's what I was saying. It kind of reminded me of a uh, frappuccino. Remember frappuccino? Yeah. yeah. From back in the Starbucks, I don't know if they still make them. I, think I used they to do. love no, frappuccino. Well, they're a little icy though. Okay, well, yeah. that's more of what this was, and I. Enjoyed I don't it. want that. I enjoyed it. I want it to be like they. Used and to, you know what they had there though? That's interesting. What I liked, similar to the other ones that we were talking about, they have these different interesting combinations of things, right? So honey I don't lavender. Know if they taste good, but well, you, do you remember that? Remember our, one of our favorite movies? Uh, it's complicated. There, in there, uh, Meryl makes, Meryl Street, she makes uh, a lavender, lavender ice cream mm-hmm. that sounds incredible. Okay. Well, they have it here. They had it. Yeah. And then we asked the, we the lady we and we said, hey, you know, is that any good? And she said, oh, well, if you like lavender. If you like lavender, you like sweet. I said, yeah. what about the honey? <laughs> what about the honey? You don't taste the honey? Well, she says it's sweet. So maybe well, that's the honey. I don't know. I mean, every, you got to taste it. You got to try it. But they again. had different, they had one, what was the one that had blue cheese? How fat do you, oh God. What was that? Please no. But I don't no, know. I don't no. remember. It, was it, sounded, it sounded It was disgusting. interesting. Um, but you, they have interesting combinations. If Look, you you got to go try it. If go you want to eat ice cream that's got blue cheese in it, I don't know what where your head's at. You got to like blue cheese. People you, that well, love blue cheese geez. will probably love that Well, ice let's cream. make an ice cream with menudo in it. There you go. Yes, with tri- <laughs> little bits of tripe. And oregano. That sounds awesome too. I don't care. I, I say, people, you go try salt and straw. It's it was it, very good. And I, I don't I like their combinations. I don't stuff. know the name of their their breakfast ice cream, the breakfast cereal ice cream, but well, she it, said it was, was good. And so the, she's like, yeah, try it before it's done because they. But see, that one had little berries in it, and it, had, it was creamy and it was sweet. Okay, it's called pear and blue cheese scoop. See, I don't know. She says it's just tiny bits of blue cheese. It's not a no, lot. You're just getting a no. little bit. I would rather have you put pea, uh, apricots and blue, and uh, goat cheese. That sounds more ice creamy to me. You know why I say this? Okay. I've had and mine was the cold brew coffee with cashew, ca- cold brew coffee, cashew praline. It didn't do it for me. And I love ice cream. I love uh, coffee ice cream. I do. Yeah. So uh, Starbucks used to make an incredible coffee ice cream and i think uh hagen does now makes an incredible coffee ice cream but this one eh. frappuccino so they they have the yeah interesting things here i don't even know how you say this arbequina arbequina sure olive oil ice cream oh ooh. ice cream illuminates this incredible oregon olive oils velvety texture and tropical grassy notes see to me that does not sound like something i would want it doesn't sound that way in an ice cream is what i'm saying brown i brown ale and bacon Peanut butter and Captain Munch. Okay. Um, hibiscus and coconut sherbet. Um, 
rhubarb crumble with toasted anise ping. So, I mean, they got interesting yeah. things here. They've well, got the, I think the one you probably would have loved would have been that, um, where is it? It was like salted caramel. Oh, sea, yes. salt, sea salt with caramel. Yes. Leaves. Yeah. That that's would me. have been, that'd have been you. mine. Yeah. Yeah. See, but uh, see, I, I, I'm saying that uh, the apricot goat cheese, because I've had it at the, in the uh, gelato, in the gelato, mm-hmm. in the Esco gelato. Yeah. It's such a beautiful combination. Yes. I'd buy that in a container. Well, that's why I thought pear and the blue cheese might be interesting. Blue cheese. Wow. You gotta no. try it. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> but I'm not paying whatever, seven bucks for a scoop of that baby and then that for, was, have it be a nightmare. That was not bad because they were generous with their scoops in that, giant, were, in that yeah. giant waffle cone. They were generous. Okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm, let's say this way. If you, well, if you better taste it first. Because I, you, that's you, the sad part like you right a, now with the tasters. Yeah, like people COVID. aren't giving out nope, tasters nope. with COVID. I mean, yesterday I, I went out and bought you uh, some lotion. They wouldn't even let me open the container to smell it. You're lying. Nope. How could you not? You couldn't nope. test nope. any of it? Nope, 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 nope. Oh, wow. Yeah, because of the COVID. Wow. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. That's why when you asked me, have you smelled it? Nope. Yeah. So anyways, uh, look, if you're in the Culver City area, you want a, a rousing good time cocktails wine a nice little patio you can get tacos you can get uh you can get crummy cuban sandwiches you can get uh (laughs) charcuterie platters you can get uh oysters now speaking of which but just a little uh side note uh that oyster bar is such a nice thing to have in culver city because i don't know i don't know any place else that has that uh except this place that we used to go to in downtown in the uh in the farmer's uh, market down San, in down in uh, central LA market. central market they have an oyster bar mm-hmm. fantastic amazing i'm trying to think of an oysteria the oyster anyways uh this onion. place look like an onion like yes like- yes uh but this it looks like a blooming onion that's what it looks like um but the uh, to have it in Culver City right there where you can just go and get some... Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. And uh, you, can just, you can basically uh, sit where you want in the midst of... Everybody can grab something different. So, look, if you're in the area, you want to stop in for some dessert, Culver City is uh, bumping. It's bumping right now. They got yeah. lots of... Cool little things opening up, uh, ice cream shops, bars, restaurants. It's, it's right. really that nice. That ice cream shop is great. Or you can go block down and go to the um, Ugo for gelato. Oh, God. It's one of them. That's a, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a OG OG. Mm-hmm. I love that place. Yep. I love that place. So um, if you're in the area, go down there. Check it out. You will not be disappointed. Um, so we're going to sign off for now. Uh, you want to say anything before we go? No. Say good, say good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. All right. All right. Uh, be nice to each other. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.